to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with your host, Bill Sparks. The panel members are Dave and Chris Freakert, Bill and Jenny Sparks, Tim Oney, and Jeff Bennett. For the next two hours, Bill will be taking your calls. We'll have lots of conversation, demonstrations of products, and much more. You may reach us by calling 646-876-9923. Follow the automated prompts. When you're asked for a meeting ID, enter 287-723-4600. When you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may also join us by downloading Zoom for your Android or iOS devices from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Bill Sparks. Well, a very good morning to you and welcome to the Coffee Club here on this April, what is it, 19th, 2023. This is Getaway. This is a Getaway Week. We're flying back north on Friday, so... Today, after the show, was starting to pack things down a little bit, but we'll be here for all things radio um, tomorrow night, so we'll still be here, but Friday, we don't have to do anything else, so, but make sure we're packed and do all that. I have to go to the UPS store today and get some of those things shipped and do that stuff, but other than that... Things have been going pretty well here. We've been busy. We're doing some beta testing and getting ready for that. And <laughs> that was a real challenge last night. But we're getting we're getting better at that. And it's going to take a little bit of time, but pay. We'll do it. And we've got some 
new products to tell you about today um, coming up after all the introductions and all that good stuff. But otherwise, the week's been fairly good. Uh, I have to do my time in Indiana for three months. It's kind of like a sentence (laughs) that I'm subject to. So I've got to get that over with, and then we'll be back. So, you know, and every time you got to have a little bit of rain, I suppose. So there we go. And let's turn it over to Jenny. Well, I'm things are perking along. I can't say I'm exactly looking forward to going back either, but it doesn't hurt us for a little while, I guess. But That's what you as say. As, as long as you got people living in your house, you got to go check on it once in a while. Can't let them just run unabandoned. But but things are going on. I'm getting the I'm getting the printer ready to ship back today. Doing that kind of thing, so I'm trying to wrap up all the stuff I need to print. And pretty much, we don't have clothes anymore that we really pack too much just a few things to, for the change of season but other than that and it's been a good week just trying to keep it together keep our keep your book show going and keep all of that going and oh i was glad we had such such participation yesterday that was a good thing keeps us going so we're always learning things, and I guess that's the good thing. But um, back we go. Got a grandson's graduation coming up in May, so I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to go to Boonville in May, Boonville, Indiana. So that'll be a two-day trip, so looking forward to that in May and probably have to spend a little time in Michigan, so we might as well make it a productive time. One, you got the picnic, the alumni picnic in July. So, there's always going to be things to do. So, all I'm going to say is I'm going to be quiet for now and turn it over to uh, Jeff in New York, but if you want to Hear about a six-inch computer. Stay tuned, because we're going to tell you all about this very small form factor Windows computer. So you can hold in the palm of your hand. Well, that sounds gonna... interesting, Bill. i got to tell you. Yeah. Well, everything is good here in the lovely wilds of Albany, New York. Uh, not much is going on, except that we had great weather last week. Um, I, I can't tell you how. It was 90 degrees last Friday, and all of a sudden it's down to... You know, thirty some odd degrees this morning. I mean, that that's uh, hard to take. But it's going to warm up to about eighty degrees by by Friday. I believe we're going to have eighty degrees. So I'll, I, I guess I can't complain about this. Um, and uh, maybe I shouldn't bring this up. Maybe I'll wait on this. But I was going to talk about something that happened in my building, and it scared the hell out of me because it could easily happen to any of us. Well, let's just say it this way: um, someone lost his life in our apartment building, and they didn't find him till later on. And you know. I worry about that because what would happen if something happened to any of us and, and that happened? So uh, just, you know, only food for thought that uh, you really should make sure you have a network of people who keep in touch with you. I, I do. But if I didn't, it would be a problem. So that's all I'll say. Yeah, that was an experience you don't want to go through again, right? 
No, it was an experience that I don't want to go through again. I told you a little bit about that on Monday, and I don't want to go through that again. It's something you never forget. Not at all. All right, let's go to Radio Tim in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. It's uh, cold here, 39. And, uh, well, it's supposed to get a lot worse. We're supposed to have heavy rain and highs in the 40s for the next few days. So, uh, anyway, it's supposed to get two inches of rain today or tomorrow. Um, Things are going pretty good around here. Um, Been uh, getting ready for my big 1970 show tomorrow for the countdown. And uh, got a few fun songs to play after we uh, are done with the coffee club on today's show so hope you can tune in for that so otherwise not too much twins were doing well but they've lost three in a row now so i don't know they'll turn it back around (laughs) i think they will they're playing boston and they almost won with boston last night but lost it in the bottom of the 10th I don't have to worry about the Reds. They only lost 10 to nothing last night, so they're on a roll. But they won something to nothing the night before. Yeah, so you just never know what's going to happen, but it's not going to be good long term, I don't think. Um, Let's go to Altoona, Pennsylvania, where tomorrow is National Donna Day. Well, yes, we are probably going to Longhorn tomorrow although we haven't really spoken with her about what she might like to do but normally she doesn't care um, not much going on here it was 90 degrees Thursday and Friday and 35 and snow flurries yesterday morning so it's crazy <laughs> all over um, we had dental checkups last week and that's all only place we've been since the last coffee club it's just been icky weather since well after friday so not much else going on really the typical stuff that goes on in a home you know taking care of this fixing that so we always keep busy you know not to expand on this donna day but did you know that in Altoona, it's such a big deal that when Donna comes over and they go out, that they turn off the stoplights between Donna's house and, oh, yeah, right. and <laughs> their house so they can get to where they want to go and she can get there quickly. And they have a, How far does Donna live from you guys? About 10 miles. Oh, that's not that long. And and how far is the long, Jeff, is the they also station? have reporters out there from the newspaper. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> on a TV station. Well, you might even see it on CNN. Who knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, or oh, even dear. Fox News. You never know. So they're out there waiting on Chris and Dave and Donna. If anybody has a statement, it's quite the day in Altoona. <laughs> so 
It's good like for the royal family, the paparazzi are out. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. like the royal family, you know. It's making so much news they could even hear about it on, in, uh, in Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania as well. And all over the place. But anyway, so you can kind of look forward to some big Donna, Dave, and Chris news tomorrow. You never know what you're going to hear, so stay tuned to your local media. <laughs> it's all right there. You may have to have Donna as a guest on the coffee club sometime, Chris. She would probably be scared to death. Well, I wouldn't blame her. I'd be scared, too. But, you know, she'd be scared to death. And, and if she'd come on and tell a few stories about Dave, Dave would be scared to death. So, anyway, it's quite the story. And it, it's it's kind of, it's a happy one for you and and all of that good stuff. But all their family adventures over the years and the stories Donna could tell. But I think we better get out of this now. And uh, you'll be reading about it tomorrow or Friday. So our own Chris and Dave, so famous in Altoona. So what can I tell you? All right, uh, Jeff, let's get the hands out of the way, and then All we'll right, talk so about this. All right, so we have no hands up. Well, I, just, I knew he'd be the first. <laughs> I just knew it. Joe, and uh, mute yourself, Mr. Sorensen. Good morning, Worldwide Legend and Coffee Club here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's 51 degrees. High today will be 71. It's windy. Wind advisory down to 40 tonight. Now, April is National Poetry Month. Now, National Braille Press, Ellen and I are participating in an event one week from today. Now, because we are participating, we got from National Braille Press a little magnet, and it's a nice little, you can put it on the refrigerator or whatever, and in Braille, this is what it says. The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or touched. They must be filled with the heart. Helen Keller. So, this is this is it. Yeah. Okay, Ellen. Good morning, everybody. And um, that came in the mail yesterday, so that was pretty cool. And uh, I was like, "Whoa, wow!" Because I knew we were going to be getting the magnets, but I didn't know that they were coming come in yesterday. So it's like that was a nice surprise. But, uh, and I have seen The Miracle Worker, and that is a really good movie. Originally, it was a Broadway show before the yeah. movie. Yeah. Anything else going on, Ellen? Um, well, we're, um, we're just kind of gearing up for that. We're, we're going to be here all day today. And, uh, and, well, we had, you know, one of his hearing aids, the... Uh, the backup hearing aid actually had the door was busted, so we took that in a few days ago, and and it's ready. So tomorrow we're gonna go go pick that up. And what 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 we like about the UNM Hospital, UNM Clinic, audiology? Whenever we go there, then we go back down and and have pizza. Yeah, they have the in in the pavilion area. They have this um, the you can get a latte and. 
And then the, next to that is a little gift shop, and they serve hot food over there. So I'll I'll pop in there and get um, a slice of pizza, and it's big enough that we, we can share it. So that's pretty cool. Now remember, Joe, that if Ellen bothers you or if you just want to turn her off for a while, take the hearing aids out of your ear, but don't tell her, and then she can yell at you and yell at you. I'm sorry, honey, I didn't hear you. <laughs> Jeff, you're going to get in the doghouse again. <laughs> I know. I've been there before, believe me. Are, there, are you living in the doghouse? Uh, yeah, probably. I can't believe all the hands we got raised. Thank you, guys. Anyway, all right. I just wanted to chime in and say hey. Okay. Adios. Okay. All right. Next on our list is Gail, and that will be followed by Julie and uh, so-and-so. Go ahead, Gail. Unmute yourself. I think I'm unmuted now. Yes, you are. Go ahead. Well, can I start this way? Victory, victory, that's our cry, V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. What I did was I was able to e-check in with the MyChart, e-check in for my appointment on Monday. And uh, that was quite a victory considering the last one other time I tried it and it didn't work very well for me. So I feel real good about that. And um, I have an appointment with for the platelet thing for next Monday. For yeah, for next Monday. I think it's in the afternoon. And otherwise, uh, I've been still. I'm still listening to Radio Tam and uh, giving him a rough time, which is a good thing. It helps. And I wish that it would be nice. I mean, that the weather would start warming up and my and the sidewalks would start clearing up and all the good little sounds would come back and I'd be able to open up my windows and turn off the heat and stuff like that. Uh, Not much else. Otherwise, I just wanted to let you know how neat that was for me for the um, e-check-in thing. It really, really, really worked out well. Like I said, otherwise, nothing else new. Well, Gail, once you get used to it, I think you'll find that that uh, that, uh, that, uh, my chart works very well because my doctor's are involved in that and it works quite well so i think you'll enjoy, i think you'll have no problem once you get the hang of it and you sounds could, like you could i ask could i ask a question first go do the do the my chart when you do the e-check-in thing do you still have to check in at the main desk when you go to the doctor yes like, you do you yeah. do have to check in at the main desk however it, it saves time because they don't have to do all the uh, all the all the work that you've done at the, at the beginning so when I That's check in, what I thought, but thank you. When, when I do it, Gail, I say, I'll say, uh, did you get my e-check-in properly? And and she'll say, yes, Jeff. We, 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 I said, do I need to fill out anything else? And they'll say, no. Go to my seat in the waiting room, turn on my and iPhone, then, and listen to a radio station with my Bluetooth headphones. And when they call me, they call me, and then I'm, 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 I'm up to my appointment. So that's, that's... That's what I thought, but I just wanted to verify things because I just wanted to find out. And it was so easy once I got the hang of things. But I just thank you so much for your help with that because Wendy was saying, well, you still have to go to the desk and still check in again. Well, yeah, because how would they oh, know you were there? Of course, yeah. that's that's why you gotta you got to go to the desk. Well, and that's fine. But um, thank you for the, for the information. That helps. And thanks so much for the encouragement. All right. Thank you very much, Gail. Next on our list is Julie, downtown Julie McCullough. Go ahead, Julie. Unmute yourself, please. Yes, Jeff, I certainly understand about the, the death in the apartment building. Um, we had two different Thanksgivings 
someone died over those weekends. And um, and and also, oops. Also, um, there are situations where people are not very social, and we have a man who wants to be independent, and he he has a right to keep his independence. But he'll go to the doctor, and then he'll decide to take the bus home, and he may fall on the way home or something. And sometimes has to call Ralph to come back and get him anyway. And some of the things he tries to do to be more independent, he's not really able to do anymore. And he doesn't want a social worker or anything to talk to him. I have called Adult Protective Services twice about him. And this last time I said, please, if you can't talk to him, check with the fire department, the police department. He has been in both hospitals. Um, and, you know, see what they have to say, uh, because he's had, a, he's had a lot of falls. Um, and, and there are things that, you know, that the residents, I, there's a lot of things residents can handle, but there are a lot of things that they shouldn't have. <laughs> well, Julia, I do understand what you're saying. The person who passed away in our building was someone I knew, not, not well. But he was private, and he was very independent. There was nothing wrong with him. He ended up having a heart attack, and yeah. you know, and that was the problem. Uh, but I knew him because uh, he, he would always say hello to me. And as a matter of fact, there was uh, there was a coincidence, and 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 I didn't know he was that he and I had the same practice. So I go to my doctor's appointment last year, and this guy all of a sudden someone taps me on the shoulder because I had my headphones on listening to music for waiting for my my, my to be called. And uh, he says, hey, what's going on, Jeff? You don't remember me? And I said, of course I know who you are. What's going on? And he said, I'm doing okay. I said, I didn't know you were here. She, uh, we have the same fa- – I have a different doctor within the practice, but it's the same practice. So it was, uh, it was good we caught up on a few things. I, but I hadn't talked to him over a year because, like I said, he was a very private person. So, yes. um, so uh, I always say – like not to belabor, Julie, but I always say to have emergency contacts. And I've, the na- my network office uh, – my network office, my rental office in my building – has a list of, uh, of all my emergency contacts and which order to call them. And so that's the only thing I can say. I can't do much more than that, Julie. Yep, yep. Uh, all right. Anything else going on, Julie? Uh, yeah, but we probably don't want to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Well, we'll, right. well, I'm sure we'll get you later on. Thank you, Julie. Thank you. And Miss mm-hmm. Terry, Miss Terry, Miss Terry, you can unmute yourself, please. You're next. And then after that, we'll be Bill out in Chicago. Good morning, Terry. And if you're using it, there you go. Try it now, Terry. Hi, um, my name is Terry, and I have a question for everybody. Uh, my question is, Is does anyone know of any user-blind-friendly surveys that you can uh, do for money? That is... Uh, that's oh, a that's $64 a- question. Um Surveys by nature are not always the most accessible things, but um, to do it for money? Yeah, there are, there are people who will pay you to do surveys. The problem is, Terry, you're not going to know if they're accessible until you get to look at that survey. Sure. And the willingness of the person on the other end to take that survey, they usually have to have some incentive or some reason to do it. You have to be quite a a salesman. I mean, I don't know. Somebody else may know more about it than I do, but 
Um, I know you want to use it for a little extra income, but I'll give you a warning that they, they don't pay a lot. So if you look if, if you're trying to make a lot of money doing these surveys, it's not going to happen. You I mean you will get paid for them, but it's not something that 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 they, that, you, that they pay a lot of money for, Terry. Okay, well, I just wanted to know because I'm trying to find something to do just to earn a little bit of money since I am not working for the U.S. government right now. I do understand. Um, it would be difficult. And uh, Chris, Dave, do you have any, Chris especially, do you have any pointers on those? Not Really, the only thing I can say is I've had pretty good luck filling out the Qualtrics surveys. Okay. Yeah, and, and the other company, if it says Survey Monkey, which I know it sounds like a funny name, but yeah. they're very they're quite accessible as well. I used to work with them with that company when I was working for New York State because the state would contract out with them to fill up to do surveys uh, for state employees, and they were quite accessible. So okay. again, again, yeah. every survey you take is going to be different, and you're not going to know until you look at the survey. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and uh, you all have a good day. All I can say is good luck, Terry. I'm not sure it's going to change your lifestyle, but good luck to you, and let us know if you meet with some success or even if you don't, what your experience was. Go ahead, Jenny. I don't know. It's not really a survey, but I don't know if you could do any of the mystery shopping or anything like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, Terry, and have a very pleasant day. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It's uh, Bill's turn out there in the Windy City, the Hawk, the Chicago City. Go ahead, Bill. Unmute yourself. Yeah, well, it's pretty not bad to here today. It's about uh, close to 45, 50 degrees here. But today is supposed to be up around O'Hare Field, which is like 40, 50 miles north of me. It's going to be in the 50s. Around where I live, near Midway Airport, is going to be in the 70s. If you go a little farther south, out near Joliet, it's going to be in the 80s. So you can go either a heavy coat, a jacket, or a short sleeve shirt, depending where you live. And really true, the weather was like last Friday or last Saturday, we were at 83 degrees. By Sunday afternoon, I was down to 40, and we had snow Monday morning. And it was a chill factor of 22 above zero is a chill factor Monday morning here in Chicago. And nothing else too much going on. So, uh, this weekend I'm going to down to Charleston, Illinois, to East Illinois to see my grandson. He's directing a play. You know, he's, he's studying theater and that. And that's, he's got a play where we're going Friday night to a play he's directing. And Saturday I'll come back and my daughter has to see a client in Kankakee, so we'll stop there. And then Sunday we're going to... Ottawa, Illinois, called Hank's Hank's Farm. It's a buffet place. My daughter saw it. She wanted to go try it. And then Sunday night, we're, or Sunday afternoon, we're coming back and going to, I think it's Aurora, the Paramount Theater. She won two tickets to some musical with one of the radio hosts here in Chicago, Dean Richards. He applied and won two, two tickets with that. And not too much else going on. The only thing... Uh, did anyone see 60 Minutes Sunday night or were everybody watching baseball or basketball or whatever? They had a we whole thing it. on it. Yeah, on AI. That was kind of scary. I can see, I was talking to my, well, it was my son-in-law's nephew. He's an IT guy. 
and he saw it, and he called me and told me to turn on watch it. He said within, probably within 10 years, he said it's scary because there's going to be a lot of people not working. He said because AI is going to take over everything. Even even they've, he said they're even developing a, a restaurant that's going to be opening probably in the next five years. It's going to be totally AI. But the somebody has to write all the scripts and everything for that. It doesn't just magically happen. So there'll always well, no, be I mean, human intervention because somebody's got to do the original programming so the thing can work. Well, they're paying the people pro- now to, to they're paying people now to do prompts for Chat GPT so yeah. that it can better answer people's but one, questions. But once it gets once it gets going. Right. Well, there will always be jobs. Okay. As a moderator, I'm going to come in here and say, don't believe Bill and any that he's telling you right now because it probably won't be that bad, though. I think it's going to have an influence on our life. But don't. Oh, yeah, I mean, no, it's just a, it's just no, no, no. You my, listen to my, me, my, please. No, 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 no. Moderators, take, no, moderators please take care of it. Listen, no, I don't mind that you have a disagreement or something like that, but there's no point pushing doom and gloom and whatever on this particular show. Um, We don't know what's going to happen yet. So just because it's on 60 Minutes doesn't mean it's untrue, but we're not predictors of the future. And that's been a trend, and we're not going to have that on this particular show. Disagree, I don't have a problem with. But don't come on and scare people and do that kind of stuff. So it'll be what it's going to be, and there's not a lot we can do about it, unfortunately. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, like like I said, it's uh, it's that's all. You you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it is something that is that is evolving, and what what we're seeing today may not be what we're going to see a year from now. So right. that's all I can so, say. Let's just hold the brakes there just a little bit before before we do that. And don't worry if we decide that that kind of stuff should not come out then we're going to make it that way. You have a right to your opinion and and that kind of stuff. But as they used to say, you don't have to call fire in a building. Let's let's wait and see how this plays out before we before we do that. Panel, do you have anything else to say about the the GPT and the taking the over the world? The only thing that I can say is that the people that are that are no more about it than I do that have given presentations about it are saying that it's not taking jobs away because there's people that have to be the brains behind it to get it to do the things it can do. The other thing they said was that it is going to probably change, not eliminate, but change a lot of jobs. And I think from a blinders perspective, if they can integrate GPT with Ira and Be My Eyes, which they're doing now, I would say that that it could be a very, if if worked and programmed properly, 
I would say that it can be a very, very good tool. That's all I will say. And I have a friend of mine named Don out in New York who uh, has been playing around with it, and I'm going to see if he can do something. Because he uses it, and he, he plays with it on his iPhone and stuff. And I'm going to see if he'll do a demonstration with me on it for, uh, for the coffee club. But I, he works during the week, but I'm going to see if I can do something about that. But, but uh, it, it, I think it's going to be something that we will deal with, and, when it, and it will change and evolve as we go as we go along, so that's all I will say. Well, and they're saying it's going to help a lot of multiply handicapped people because it can, instead of having to go to so many sources to find information, it can gather things in one spot for somebody. When they can put the GPT into a robot that can do all my cooking and do all my cleaning, and, and, and I would like to have it as a traveling assistant. Let's say I could replace a guide dog with a GPT robot that would take me where I want to go. That would be the nuts, but that's not going to happen in my lifetime, Jennifer. No, it takes all the fun out of it. We've got a couple hands raised, too. You're killing me. Here, we like to see Jeff struggle. <laughs> Beth Moly, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Beth, can you unmute yourself? Please? Okay. Good morning. <laughs> I wonder, should I stick with this topic? or No, I you just... go with whatever. Just roll with it. Just roll with it, Beth. <laughs> roll with the flow. I love it. <laughs> well, I was thinking the last couple of days, first of all, I'm still really happy about what I heard yesterday about Bookshare. And there was something else on Monday. I had a surgery, and I was it was scheduled for two o'clock, but I didn't get into the operating room until about five thirty. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, that's a long, long day. First of all, I got there about forty-five minutes early, and then all of a sudden, I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. I wish I'd have brought my knitting, but I was told not to. Nurses told me I could have. What can I say? But everything, everything came out all right, literally. <laughs> and I'm doing all right, except it's taking a day or two here for the anesthetic to wear off. I'm, I've been feeling kind of dizzy the last couple of mornings, and it seems like all I want to do for a little bit is sleep. But otherwise, I think I'm doing all right. I haven't gotten hurt any, in any way, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. So, Beth, I'll tell you what you do for, to, to, to make yourself feel better. You go to uh, the cupboard and make yourself a gin and tonic. Oh, boy. <laughs> I should, but unfortunately, I, my my days of alcohol, I, I can't do that anymore. <laughs> I I understand, Beth, but I'm, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just kidding around with you, I Beth. know you are. I know that. I know better. <laughs> I, I wish you could see the smile on my face, because I do know you're only kidding. <laughs> uh, Jeff days are not over with gin and tonic. No, that's that's true, but I haven't bought them lately, because going out to eat for gin and tonic, it's like 10 to 12, 10 or $11, so that's a little bit too much money to spend oh, that for that would be. Well, I'm going out to eat today, as far as I know, if we don't have a storm. We had a bit of a thunderstorm earlier while I was <sighs> having breakfast in our dining room but we are some of us are going out for lunch a little bit later and where, where, where are you guys going there's this place called brickyard and it's in clear lake i want i, I want to say that's about 15 minutes away from here and i, I think it should be i've never been to this place before what kind of food do they have i thought they said something someone said something about eclectic or what is that i'm get, getting certain words wrong probably but what kind of food? What kind of food do they serve? There are certain types of sandwiches, and then some 
chicken tenders. No one seems to be getting the, the really good fried chicken anymore. Not really like that, or even rotisserie chicken I could handle. <laughs> I'm, I'm not real certain whatever what all else is there, but I know I'll be finding out a little bit later. And I believe today at 9:30 we're supposed to be having the universal yums. If I don't hear anything, if I don't hear differently, unless the box hasn't come yet with the snacks for that. Ah, very good, Beth. Well, enjoy your day and enjoy the lunch with your friends and, and, uh, have, and have a good day today. Thank you, and I hope you all have a good day today as well. Okay, thank, thank you very you, much, Beth. Beth. You have a very good day. But no, it you know, it's only speculation. And let me tell you something. About the time you think all these drastic changes are coming, they'll come up with something new and replace that in a year or two. So... Time marches on and things move on. So, by the way, know. I happened to be at Walmart yesterday with my youngest daughter Brenna, and uh, and she said I can't find a cashier to check out. They they have almost eliminated all the cashiers' positions at Walmart. So if you want to check out, you have to check out doing their automated systems, so putting your buy items on the screen, and it it adds up to what you bought, and and you got to bag your own items. So. We, we definitely are, are, are in a changing society when it comes to that. She said, there's one cashier. And I said, how big is the line? She says, let's, she says, there's about 10 people ahead of us. I said, let's go to the automated checkout. It's quicker. We can get out in and out quickly. Well, they've also started something new at Walmart, speaking of which. And Jenny got something. I didn't get it. Or if I did, I missed it. And that could be. They want. They've started this new program where you can text your shopping list to Walmart and they'll shop it and do your shopping that way. Oh, that's Did you get one of those, Chris? No, I did not. I think I prefer my method of searching for it and finding it. Is anybody... I think you're more likely to get the exact item you want, Maybe. Maybe. By the way, Chris, thank you for those those Persian donuts, those cinnamon donuts you told me about are really good. They are. Oh, yeah. They are awesome. All right. Um, I have a little piece of technology, and the my little case for my iPad. It's well, tell, neat- us, tell us about it, Jennifer. It's the neatest little thing. It, it has a little the keyboard. It has a little keyboard that goes with it, and it's and it's partly magnetic. But there's little slots on the side of the case, and so that these little peg-like things fit into it, and it makes it so that it holds the iPad upright. And you can set it on a table. It's got little feet on it, and it and it's a really neat little keyboard. And it's just Bluetooth. And it if it because it's for an iPad Mini, you just when you when you close the the keyboard, it locks the iPad, and it makes it like the size of a little book. That's pretty cool. Where did you find this thing? Bill got it from Amazon. What's the name of it, Bill? Do you remember? It's, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it'll come to me in just a minute. But, but it's uh, neat because it makes a hard case, and it completely, I mean, when you close the 
the other side of the keyboard when it closes is magnetic so it locks the iPad I'll look it up here in a minute and it was like forty forty nine dollars but the other one I looked at was over a hundred dollars and this is a small and she can type if she wants to on it or doesn't have to, but it's fast when she's going through Twitter or things like that to read quickly with her iPad, which can keep up with it quite fast. That's so, really neat because it's easy to take it off if you don't want it on there and you just want the iPad by itself. Wow. And then, and then, now, Bill, what about that mini computer you were telling us well, about? Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but I know we've got a couple calls, and I don't want to keep them hanging. Not, so, I'm, I don't see them, but... Oh, you know, there's no calls? Okay. Not, All right, no calls then. We're no. going to talk about something I read about yesterday. It's called, this is $500 or less. It's called the Noti, N-O-T-E-Y. It is a small personal computer. It's about six inches big, six inches long. It runs Windows 11. It's got, what, two gigabytes of memory. It's got an SD card. It's got 256 of RAM. Um, it's got eight RAM of memory. It um, uses a... You have one of these at home, Chris. It's a. They use the Orbit Reader um, type keyboard on it. You input in Braille, but it outputs in audio. It uses Eloquence, and it does run JAWS 11, and it's $500 or less. And it's a very small machine. It's got two USB ports or three USB ports on it and an SD slot. So you could stock up more memory on it. And it's very small. It's one of those things where you can play music on it. You know, you can run WinApp on it. You can um, do all kinds of things on it. And there will be something in the show notes showing you guys a little bit about well the link where to go to it to read more about it i read about it on david goldfield's blog which i find very interesting is his notes you read that almost every day don't you jenny oh yeah yeah and it's a very small device now it's not going to be like the device coming out next year with the braille display because this does not have braille on it but if you've got five hundred dollars a lesson that's all you've got to spend this might be a good little thing that does run the latest version of microsoft windows so you can do what you want on any questions about that a little it thing sounds like it's going to be pretty neat because they say they've I don't know if they did scripting or what they did, but they said they've made the commands so that you'll be able to use that little keyboard without doing crazy combinations of things to do the Windows commands. So So it's being made by an individual, and I guess guess they've got um, all kinds of... uh, got all kinds of stuff... 
Jeff, I didn't take you out. I just let him back in. Okay, and I'll make him a moderator here in a second. But... Uh, And I'm sorry about that, Bill. We had a power failure for a second in my, my uh, complex. Oh, I'm getting you fixed, yeah. So, like I said, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, so anyway, it's a little device. It's not very big, but it's something that if you don't want to spend $2,500 on a device, this might be a device for if you just want something for simple note-taking or recording. Uh, maybe you want to play a radio station on it. That reminds me another piece of tech news. Uh, you guys have all heard about TuneIn Radio because it's free. Well, they've got two flavors of it. They've got TuneIn and they've got TuneIn Premium. Well... For a limited time, I'm not sure how much longer, you can get TuneIn Premium for a year for $39. That's not $39 a month. That's $39. Now, what you get on that is all the news you can listen to. CNN, Newsmax, News Nation. I guess News Nation's on there. I don't know. But I know Newsmax, CNN, Fox News, um, MSNBC, NBC Now, uh, CBSN, and just thousands of radio stations across the world are there. So you can listen to all of that. You can do that even with the free version, but the premium steps in where you get your all your MLB games. If you're a baseball fan, you get the NFL if you're an NFL fan, and you get the National Hockey League. You get college sports, all of that, you know, football and basketball. Right now they don't have the NBA, but that may change. Then they've just added a feature which just drove Jennifer crazy, a 100,000 audible books or audio books that you can now listen. And it's all you can eat for $39 a year. So in other words, you can listen to a lot of different books. You just go in, search for those books, or you can read all about the books. So that just happened. Anyone have any questions about the audio books? No, but are it sounds they, like a good deal. Are they bestsellers? Or? They're from the New York Times bestsellers list, yes. Yeah, they're not off-brand books. They're very much so. But and, the other thing I wanted to bring up, because I've had some people ask me questions. Okay. Maybe he wants to bring it up. Maybe he lost power again. Yeah. I don't know. It shows he's unmuted. <laughs> Sounds like he brought it up. <laughs> Let's see if Jeff's still there. Yeah, he's there. And it's unmuted. Gosh, I hope nothing happened to him. 
I'll give him a few more minutes. Oh, now he's left. He just left, yeah. I thought maybe he was so hungry you ate the microphone. Ah, <laughs> uh, he probably didn't pay his bill. Yeah, that's probably what it is. That's because of all that coffee he's brought. Yeah. So, Tim, could you see yourself interested in a small computer like that? Actually, it sounds kind of neat. I, um, and pretty decent specs as far as what it had for memory and and uh, the SSD was 256 gig, which is pretty respectable for a small computer. Very respectable for a small computer. Um, I know. Uh, I don't know if I would get one because of the fact that I have a pretty small uh, Lenovo that's, what is it, a 12-inch screen, I think, something like that. And it's pretty adequate for me size-wise, and it's very convenient to carry and stuff like that. Right. I mean, you know, I don't need one, but if I had a small budget, now it might be stretching it if you ask it to run Word and something else and a few other things because it's kind of short on the you know, it, well, it had some things built into it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. So maybe we can get the developer to come on here one day and talk about that. Because that's a very small device with a very small footprint. And it would be a pretty good little thing. That, that somebody could use that didn't have a lot of money, you know, maybe they're not going to want the computer coming out, you know, next year that's, you know, got a lot more memory and this, that, and the other. Because they're going to pay five times the price, at least. So this might be, you know, a small type thing that... You know, you could run a few programs on it, and cheaper than some of the note-takers out there. It probably is powerful, if not more powerful. So come in the room and chime in and tell us what you think. Do you think that would be something that might fit your interest? Especially, I like the idea that it uses Braille for input, especially if they have really made the the commands so that you can do the things you need to do in Windows easy. That's true. Alan has his hand Go raised. ahead, Alan. Is it Alan, did you say? Yes. It is Alan. Yeah, go ahead, Alan. Oh, I'd be interested in a computer like that. Oh, we're doing pretty good, Walter and I. Uh, it's about 45 degrees outside. Unusual for us. Good. It's well, you think you would be interested in one of those small computers? I might be. It would be something that we worth considering taking with you in the lot. Yeah, if you wanted to travel or... Yeah. You know, you could get you a SD card that's a terabyte in size, and you could probably copy all the things that you needed to onto that SD card if you wanted to use that. I mean, I don't know. 
So you could probably put up my documents folder or whatever folders that you need on the SD card and just put everything in those folders. So right. That sounds like a good idea if you want. To have something, if you're traveling, you all know, to take with you, um, especially if you're going to a convention or something like that. Right. So it's a very... Wow. I didn't think they'd make computers that small. Oh, I can see them being that small. Yeah. I think with technology, the way it's going forward like that, it's all kinds of things that are going to come out. That's small. Well, and what did, what did it say the battery life was, or did it? Yeah. They said about six hours. I didn't get a good case on the battery life. I was reading six hours. I don't know if that's the way it's constructed, because it doesn't have video. That's five continuous use. Of, yeah, but it still takes so much to run the processor. And Right. It's going to be running JAWS right now, but I suppose you could put NVDA on it. Yeah. You know, it's tied in it with JAWS. too bad either because you get your uh, subscription for JAWS and you have it, you know, on your computer, John. Right. Yeah. So it might be something interesting. Wow. I mean, it's exciting, you know, with all this technology way of going, you know. A lot of Plus, battery life on computers yeah. has gotten a lot better than it used to be. Yes. Um, this computer I have, well, I've been running it for over two hours now, and it still says I have seven hours left. <laughs> Whoa, uh, that's pretty good. What kind of computer is that, Tim? That's that little Lenovo. Little Lenovo, is it like a laptop? Yeah, yeah, it, it has a touch screen and all that stuff, which I don't use, but, um, yeah, it's it's about, uh, it's less than an inch thick. I'd say it's about three quarters of an inch thick, and it weighs about two pounds. Well, we, we run Jeff off, and then here comes JR. You well, at least the power is not in all of Albany. Yeah. Let, let me get him unmuted or tell him to unmute. Hey, hello, guys. How are you? All right. What happened to your buddy? Uh, he's on his way back in. He's rebooting his computer. Oh. His computer. Yeah. His computer's all messed up. It is. It's old. <laughs> he should buy a new one. Kind of like Jeff. <laughs> you think I Jeff? Didn't say that. <laughs> you, you think Jeff's going to spring the bucks for that? I don't think so. I don't know. He keeps well. He's you know. It depends on if Kristen will let him. Well, now that's true too. <laughs> Oh, boy. The poor girl's got her left hand in his pocket all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> and that's the wallet pocket. That's it. <laughs> I decided to leave mine at home. <laughs> yeah, that, that solves that problem. So yeah. would you be interested in any of these small computers we're talking about, this new one called the Noti or... Some of these small version form computers, Jr. Uh, probably not. I'm uh, more of an I'm more of a laptop user or, or a, you know a desktop user. 
Um, I, I don't know. I just not really into smaller things. I guess. <laughs> well, you know, like, like the Optima when it comes out. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe if I would check them out, you know, I might be interested in them. Um, um, you know, I'm thinking about, um, you know, looking at new phones. Um, it seems like my battery life is uh, dropping, like, you know, I'm using too much battery life for some reason in my iPhone 10 hour, 10R, but... And it says it's down to, like, my health is down to, like, 82%, so I might be thinking about... Getting a new one. Can you wait till the fall? Oh, yeah. I can. Yeah, I say maybe see what's coming out, because I believe it's going to go to a new USB-C port. And of I course, think they all are, yeah. And the battery life should be even better. I can only hope so. You know, it's... Uh, I don't know. I'm not even getting a full day out of the out of it now, and I don't know if it's because I'm watching too many YouTube videos or you know whatever. But well, YouTube does take away a lot of your. You it know, does. I mean, it's definitely pretty hard on it. Too bad they don't have a way. Of course, maybe you can see it. But too bad they don't have a way of turning that video off in YouTube so you wouldn't burn your battery up. You know, I'm wondering if you click on the screen curtain, if you have that on, if that would uh, work. I know they say on, uh, like on the iPhone, that the screen curtain doesn't make a difference in battery life. Okay. For sure. Um, You know, one thing that does make a difference in battery life on an iPhone is if you turn down the screen brightness, mm-hmm. that will help. Yeah, I, I do that all the time. Also, by default, I believe the iPhone is set up for to go off every five minutes or it closes the screen or whatever. If you could stretch that out somewhat, the longer, you know, the shorter you, I mean, I'm sorry, the shorter you can make that, to have your screen closing, you know. Yep, I got mine set for a, like it goes off every minute. Right, that yeah. that makes a difference yeah. on the battery plus the brightness can help yep. out. And maybe people, other people have tips that they use. Chris and Dave, do you have anything special you do to save your battery? No, we just have it automatically lock like you said and the other thing that we do is we do let it run down pretty low periodically i don't know if that helps or not they say it does um of course they say because of the nature of the newer batteries that's not as important as it used to be but still um you know you're not going to have as good a battery life with that 12 is somebody that it is with a 14 plus probably or 14 well, pro. Well, we've we've had our 12s for what two years, and uh, my my battery health is still at 85. That's You're at not 85 percent. Mm-hmm. That's not real good. No, that's horrible. Well, it hasn't moved in quite a while. Right, but it's still not good. 
No, I would. Uh, if that's still, if you have any kind of warranty on that, Apple Care or anything, I would, I would have them look at it because that seems kind of. I mean, I'm at eighty-two percent right now, and I have the ten R. So. Weird. Yeah. It is. One thing I know they say that it doesn't matter about your apps that you close if you don't take them out of the app switcher, but still, things like Facebook and some of those things that you that you know do things in the background, like take out to make my phone battery go longer. To I know your InVision app, you really probably want to take that out too. InVision or even on the Android, I switch off that Google or Lookout app anything that does with scanning or ocr i try to not let those run all the time yeah all your gps apps yeah gps is horrible how are you using how do you like the google platform bill because i i've never really played around too much with like anything yellow with like the google platform on a on a phone well i like it pretty good it I like the lookout, the scanning program. I don't think there's anything better uh, that can come close to it on the iPhone. I like that part of it, but for the most part, I find myself using my iPhone. But Jenny is strong on the... She switched over to the Google phone as not having a problem with it. I don't like Braille as well on Android. So Mm -hmm. that I would... Uh, well, I like the call screening features, and I like the dictation because it usually Dictates. understands what you said. That part of it is good, yeah. I think it's GPS might be a little bit better, maybe. But And... If you're into radio, radio works much better on the Android phone. Mm-hmm. Much, 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 much better. You can tell it to play something and it'll play it instead of doing what Siri does and jacks around and says, well, can't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. That, but other than that, um, but the Lookout program is paid for itself time and time again. Now, however... What I have done, Jr. we have one of these him-sense minis, or I do, and you can run Android programs on it. And I put Lookout on there and some of my radio programs, so I don't have to use the Google phone as much now because Lookout works quite well on that little note-taker I've got. So that little note-taker, you can ask Jenny, will read... Labels read things that I can't touch on. We can't touch on the iPhone. Agree, Jennifer? Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it'll it read all kinds of things. There's so it's a, got a better camera in it, you think? I, I must have. Or yeah. it's a better program. A better well, program. and, it, you know, it's it turns the, the flashlight off and on if you have low, if the light's lower instead of... It'll tell you that it's low light, but it'll still turn it on, and I think that helps, too, because it seems like it. Yeah, I don't notice iOS doing that as much. No, I don't think iOS does that at all. I don't think... uh, 
I think it was good to learn both programs, to tell you the truth. It's not that I don't, and I don't use iOS the most, Mm -hmm. but still, it's a good practice to learn. Um, I'll always be, have something in iOS, because I would miss my iPad, so I'll always have one of those, but as far as a phone, uh, I like my Google phone. Oh, yeah. One other thing I like about the Android over the iPhone is it will screen your calls. In other words, if you get a call, it's got an AI or something on there uh, that will do that. It will screen the call. Hey, JR, one thing you can do with that Android is you can put DB Switch on that thing and you can run ham radio apps that use it. Yeah, I know. Uh, by the way, don't don't change my status bill because I don't know how long we're going to be here. They've been, I've I got already a call done it, I got a call from maintenance telling me that there's a, a major power problem within the building and it may be going on and off. Though, so I just uh, no, I'm I'm not worried about it, Jeff. I'm, I, I'm not either. I had nothing but, better to do, and but but I found a scare when my when I, my computer rebooted when the power went out, and I found that Edge uh, with the latest Microsoft update, which I got last week, had put a search bar in my system tray, which I've never seen before. So I got to I got to figure how to how to remove that. So. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen that, but it, I don't in know what happened. In your system tray? In my system tray, there's a search bar. When I when I open it, it brings up the Edge browser to ask me to put in a web browser. Uh, I mean, a web address. So that's something new that uh, that, that Microsoft has inst- inserted. So I got to go to the uh, Edge in my settings and take a look at that because I don't really need. I don't need to have that in my system tray. Yeah, and you know it's hard on a computer to keep going up and down with power things because. That happened here that night. Remember the night on All Things Radio a few weeks ago when we lost power like that? Yes, I remember that. And and I never turn my machine off. It's always on 24-7. But, JR, you are right. I'm going to have to buy an APC. Yeah. And by the way, JR, your sister told me that I'm a very bad influence on you. You should know this. I know. Bad influence. But we were talking about Kristen with her hand in your pocket. Well, don't even go there. JR and I, we talk about that all the time. Don't even, don't even say that. But I had to clarify it, Jeff, that you kept your wallet in your back pocket, and that's where her hand was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Of course, so, Jeff. No, but that's funny because I, I went to Walmart, Chris. I mean, JR. And, and Brenna said, well, don't, I'll, don't, why don't you buy me the clothing? Because if, if you give it to mommy, she's, she won't give me all the money that you're going to buy me the clothing with. So she, she knows what's going on, too. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not exactly not a science. secret. Yeah. No, it's not a secret. So, uh, it's not a she secret. She wants to know if we're going out to dinner on Friday, JR, by the way. Oh, Brenda does? Yes. Oh, cool. All right. Hey, um, maybe, we, maybe we should get everybody together and go to the Texas to Brazil. Maybe. I think we should we should invite Jennifer and Bill to Albany so that they could join us at Texas to Brazil. Of course, they have one in Indiana and they have one in Florida. But we should get them up to Albany. It's nice and warm so they don't have to be too cold up here. Yeah. Are you, you going to bring us over to see Kristen's cats? No. Well, if you want to go see him, we you know that's yeah, a we can, right we, away. We can arrive. We, we can arrange that. As a matter of fact, uh, and and when Brenna has snakes to, too, though too. Yeah, she's got, but they're in they're in tanks. She's got six snakes and one and two cats. Why does she want to have snakes? Because she likes spiders and snakes. And, 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 <laughs> and, no. I, and I don't like spiders and snakes, and that's not what it takes to love me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of which. This brings 
Speaking of which, let's bring Dave and Chris on for Ask Dave and Chris. So if you guys have a hardware issue or something around the home or something like that, I'm going to ask Dave one question off the top. I put in that liquid plumber and it fixed the drain. Jenny says it's still a little bit slow, but it's much, much better. Do I need to do another bottle, or is that just like pouring my money away? Is Dave and Chris here? Uh, They're here, but they must have stepped the book. You going to say something to JR? Well, I will tell you that that is the worst stuff to use in your drains. Yeah, it probably is. It's. I mean, what it does is it looks for the... Closest thing it can get, a closest entrance or exit, and tries to get out of the drain. So, you, you may have you may have to. I, I was distracted there, Bill, when you, you asked me. But uh, what what we normally do sometimes you've got to do it twice. But don't you think that a, a snake might be needed, depending on the type of clog it is, Dave? It depends on where the clog is. Well, this particular drain, I know some of them have a screw or something in it. I'm not finding anything that I could loosen to take the drain out to clean down inside of it. Some of them, you'd still just pull the drain thing out because it's a bathroom sink. Usually in a bathroom sink, there's a couple of ways to clean them. Um depending on how much work you want to do to them. Um, I'm guessing it's all plastic piping. I'm probably guessing so. It might yeah. be. It might not be because it's probably older. Well, that one might be. Is that one where you pull a plunger, like, to, to close the drain? Yes. Yeah, because the only way you can actually get down, uh, other than using, you know, the Drano or what, a liquid plumber, is to you you would have to take that get underneath the sink and disconnect the so you can pull the drain out the whole thing out then you can because that that takes a little bit of work though the other thing they have and i don't know which kind you bought liquid plumber does have what they call a gel snake what's a gel snake mean well, it's just a bottle of gel stuff that you pour in there that's supposed to act like a snake. Oh, I didn't see a gel snake to it. Well, I think that's a product, she said. It's called gel. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the product. It's not in the actual... Oh. Instead of instead of a pure liquid, it's it's more of a gel. What did they say it was? Plumber's Delight? Plumber's Friend. Plumber's friend, plumber delight. I don't know because there's all kinds of stuff like that. No, what I'm I'm being a little funny here when I say yeah, that. I, I always kind of worry with a name like Plumber's friend. That might be that you have to call the plumber after you. Use it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right. Then really? you Plumber's delight. I hope that's not like Chicken Delight. Yeah. <laughs> Raptor's delight. We got a call from Paul in Kalamazoo. Do you want me to? Yeah, go ahead and put Paul on. This is Paul from 
Kalamazoo, Michigan, want to weigh in on what Bill, I don't know what his last name is. No way. Whoops, hang on a second. Sorry. There. Sorry about that. We'll start again. This is Paul from Kalamazoo, Michigan. I want to weigh in on what Bill, I don't know what his last name is, uh, from Chicago said. I watched that inter- that interview too with the uh, IA, and what bothered me about it was the fact that they're training these machines to think, to think for themselves, and probably to train other machines how to think. It, it it's it's a lot closer than you think. I hope I hope Bill is wrong. But I just have this nagging fear that he might be closer to the truth than we'd like to admit. Uh, case in point, 11 years ago when I lived in Lansing, Michigan, before I moved to Kalamazoo, my best friend died. And we, we if, if, if I'd have said to him, there's going to come a point in time when talking to inanimate objects will be commonplace, he would have said I was out of my mind. And it's commonplace now. So I, I think things I think things like this are gonna happen. And you know, about four years ago I was listening to Morning Edition and they were talking about the fact that they had constructed some sort of program and a machine wrote a better legal brief than a lawyer did. So it's it's a coming whether we want it or not. And these machines will probably train other machines how to write computer programs and algorithms and all that kind of stuff. And eventually, <laughs> we're, the human being is going to become irrelevant. I think that's going to come. Have a good day, y'all. <laughs> Well, I think Paul might have said it a little bit better. I wish they had that GPT when I had to write term papers in college. Right. Yeah, I do too. But, yeah. but fortunately, now, and Paul could be 100% right. I think maybe they might put a little bit of a curb on it, just a little bit. Um, who knows? Maybe not. Uh, well, maybe. I think you're going to see some government regulations uh, and, and, and trying to monitor how it's used. But I will tell you, it was very scary that they took a Maroon 5 song and replaced the lead singer. And what's his name? Adam. I forgot his name in the, the lead singer of Maroon 5. And they replaced his voice with one of the with a female artist. And she sang the song just like Maroon 5 did, but she had never sung it. They sampled her voice and they made it sing the song just like Maroon 5. And that that is a little scary. But... Go ahead, Chris. They showed um, a preview of 60 Minutes, and they didn't show it on the show, and I was really surprised. Scott Pelley told them, well, he told Scott Pelley to make a picture with words, and Scott Pelley said, pink taxi cabs on Fifth Avenue in New York. And it took pink taxi cabs and put them on Fifth Avenue. And he (laughs) said, make... Or he just said, golden retriever with wings. 
And so it took a picture of a golden retriever and put wings on it. Now, the thing they said was, right now, and their intention is to keep it this way, that it will not do people pictures. So I don't know. Well, you've got to remember, and just keep this in mind, when... When they do these things on 60 Minutes, it's done to be sensationalized. Otherwise, we're not talking about it if it's just bland news. They have to make the story bigger than the news, so we're talking about it and people referring to it, and that's really what they want. And I'm not saying it won't happen, but... They like to sensationalize and get bits of stories, and and sometimes people take that away, too. So, Media's got to sell. Right. All right, we've got some hands, do we not? Joe. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, okay, thank you very much. Anyway, yes, I am really interested in this small small computer like that wow that that's cool just for things and for traveling purposes yeah exactly that, I that's I even smaller that. than 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 a laptop possibly. I mean, i've got i have a laptop over here that's nice and portable you know you can take it around whatever it's smaller than the one i had before which is fantastic but volume when that size would be ideal because you can put that like in your carry-on or even in your suitcase, and or you know whatever, and it would it would be that much easier, especially when going through TSA when you're going you know doing the security deal. That's true. That's a, so that's a good I'm point. Thinking, and plus, you know, in, if you're in a hotel room or whatever. You can still access everything that you're doing with with a bigger unit. You know, you can do that on the small unit too. And so, also premium tuning. That sounds like a great deal. I'm, I'm going to go into tune in a couple of hours from now and see if I can. Remember, get the thirty-nine dollar a year. Don't, yeah, yeah. Right. Remember that. I saw the. the oh yeah, we, of we that. saw that. That that that, that really interests me. Because I noticed I've, I've, I've been a freebie on TuneIn now for years, and sometimes now even when you're listening to a station, it'll, it'll interrupt the station's live stream for for a commercial. And that you won't have anymore. So look at that. Yeah, that'd be nice to get rid of those. <laughs> oh, very good, guys. But uh, yeah. Are you guys still watching the Good Doctor? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yes, we do. We are. That is right. a pretty good show, JR. You got me turned on to that show. I kind of like that show. It's a good show, too. I agree. Yeah, I do like it. It's uh, it's good. And, it's... and it is audio described because Channel yes, it NBC. Is. Chris, who's next? Well, you have um, Bill and Julie. Okay, Julie, go ahead, and then Bill. <clears throat> Yes, well, about the about the artificial intelligence, um, you know, they're still going to be creating new things, and human beings are going to need to be part of creating those new things. There'll always be something that they can come up with, and um, you know, computers can't 
uh, make the medals necessarily and get you know or, and do the, all the things that it takes. There's going to be jobs for people. It will be different, and sadly, not as many. And things that take you, you productive work away from human beings, that's not always a good thing. Uh, but sometimes it makes it may make it easier for those some of us who are have disabilities to be able to get jobs. So there's sadly trade-offs. Some of them aren't so good, and some of them can be good. And I think we need to try to look at the advantages and knowing that it's always going to take some human creativity to do these things. Um, you know, yes, it may be like science fiction more someday, but I can't imagine that that will be in our lifetimes if it is, we were wrong, and we'll have to, you know, the whole world's going to have to live with that. But um, I think we need to try not to be too scared about it just yet, because so far things have still taken a human component. Um, and, you know, even if there's no reason for humans to be in the world anymore because machines have taken over, eventually those machines will break down and there may not be enough machines to fix them. Julie, very well spoken. The only thing I want to say is right now, if you go up and down the streets, you know, or anywhere, really, there's always help wanted signs out. There's always people are, employers are still looking for people to do work. So there, there's always going to be jobs out there. But Julie, what about, this is what, I, what, what I'd love to see. I mean, I'd just like to see, imagine if you could recreate a hologram with artificial intelligence of Billy Graham, and he would be preaching on today's subjects. Now, he passed away a few years ago. Yes. And he, and he could preach and live on forever. Or another preacher who might you might want to hear or see again would be like Garner Ted Armstrong when he did the, he did the world tomorrow. Oh, I know, Bill. I know what you're going to say. Or what about a, a movie? And you get all these old actors and actresses who have passed away a long time ago, but we have their voices and we have their pictures. And we create holograms, and we create them in doing movies as if they were today. That That's the scary part of it, but it's, it is fascinating to me as well. Well, I mean, even not even that far, but there have been songs, I mean, already where the edits have been so, so good that, you know, uh, Natalie Cole sang with her dad, you know? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And, and and look how more advanced they are because they're both they're both gone and they and they did that stuff years ago. Today they could they could sample her. They have voice samples of her and they have voice samples of Nat of Nat King Cole and they could do that editing faster and better than they did before. Oh yeah. yes. So you know you just have to roll with it and see, but just kind of put things in balance and yeah whatever. Yeah. So it happens, and I think you're right, Julie. That's a good voice of reason. I mean, I <laughs> some, of the, some of the stuff's already happening. I mean, when you go to a, you know, like McDonald's or something, they all have the kiosks and everything. You know, banks are coming out with virtual uh, teller machines. We're getting one right in my neighborhood, as uh, yeah. JR knows. Uh, and uh, one time I went to a McDonald's a few years ago, but I, I know they're still doing it. So the person I talked to, when we were getting our order at the drive-thru, wasn't even at the restaurant. The person I talked to was actually somewhere else, because you could tell by the sound, by the audio quality, it, it was better than the one than the uh, person at the restaurant. I put my order in, and the, oh, it, 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 I heard, it said, uh, I heard a beeping noise, and it said, please drive up. And it was a different person, obviously, who we, we paid and put the order in our car. So 
um, that's another way they're saving they're they're saving money as well. So, but hey, all equipment needs to be re- repaired. So, and thank you, Julie. Mm-hmm. All right, Bill, go ahead, please. Okay, uh, I guess I brought up a real hot subject. Uh, anyways, I didn't say it was going to eliminate every job. I said it's going to be a lot. All right, if you recap. Okay, Bill. But, but anyways. You go forward, uh, another please. Thing, okay, one more thing you got to watch out for. Uh, please. And this was brought up. This was brought up on the news. That in, I think it was somewhere here in Illinois, a mother got a phone call from her daughter. And it was her daughter's voice and everything. Dating she'd been kidnapped and to, to pay so much money. And they had the whole girl screaming and everything else because they played the thing on the TV and they had the mother on the, on, the, on the TV. Come to find out, somebody AI'd her voice. And they said, people start watching that for scammers because I don't know if you ever got phone calls. I've got them where I called and said, hi, Grandpa, uh, yeah. I need money, I'm in jail. Well... It's not my grandson. I only got one grandson because I got a way of figuring out who it is. But they said, watch for that now because that's another scam going on. If you've got relatives, and they, they may AI them and, and do that kind of stuff to try to get your money. So make sure you can contact your relatives and make sure that they're okay. Well, for clarification, that's been going on for years. Not the AI, of course, but the different versions and whatever of that particular spam. I remember being in high school, and they did the same thing to my grandparents over my mother out on the highway and had people screaming and doing that kind of stuff, and it was a hoax. So that kind of stuff has been around for years and well, years. it's been around, but, but now they can duplicate your example. Well, voice. But, That's what I mean. Though, yeah. Instead of imitating, they, they right. use your voice. Right. right, right. But just to clarify, to everyone out oh, here. I know, I've you're been going, not, I've been getting phone calls about my relatives being in jail, grandson. You know, you're half-truths or half... Sons that weren't even, didn't have a grandson. Yet, right. So, the half-truths and the half-whatever, you know, that stuff has been going on for a long time, unfortunately. And if it's not A, and I'm not defending AI because I don't like that type of stuff any better than anybody else, but... This kind of stuff, there's always people scamming, learning, and doing things. So, you know, it's unfortunate. All right. Thank you, Bill. I I did want to change the subject for those because I was going to talk about it earlier about Winamp. People are asking me about Winamp. Don't get the desktop version of Winamp. It's not the same Winamp. It doesn't let you stream and put your own radio stations in. It is a totally different program. I think we better start getting used to getting away from that program. We probably should, however, but if you think you're going to use it to stream like we do, like we do, uh, if you have an old version of Winamps, keep it. Uh, you can still use it and keep it as long as you can. True. Migrate to something new. A writer or learn something new, and more importantly, probably better learn something new. I agree. So, but. learn something new now. A, I'm going to ask you guys. A, should I call in a plumber? I don't know if I can get one over the next two days. 
B, should I try another shot at something? It's doing much better, but it's not perfect yet. I can't see that it would hurt to try another shot, and it may save a whole lot of money. Yeah. I, uh, I you know what I would it. say is you're not going to be using it uh, for a while? Yeah. I mean, when's your next trip back down here to Florida? We're going to be back in August. I don't think that's a good idea because stuff hardens. And I agree with that, Tim. Yeah. So, no, I always say, and I know that, but uh, but Chris is right. If you can, if you, if you can fix it with another shot, do it. But I always say, because well, you're leaving on Friday, so I always say, when in doubt, hire out. Well, unfortunately, hiring out. There's hiring out, and there's hiring out. You can just hire out to hire out. You really have to do your homework a little bit to make sure you get the right company or a company with a relatively good reputation or to back themselves up. And since it's the only drain, and it usually doesn't do it, I'd be tempted to just put more in it and see if that helps or try that liquid. We've had to do that with ours sometimes as much as three times because depending on... You know where it is because I don't always feel like taking the sink apart if I don't have to. Cause, uh, not only where it is, but how long it's been in there. Yeah, and, and it takes a while to bring. If you've ever seen a tr- the the trap that's underneath the sink, and if you had it apart, there's all this gungy it's stuff gross. builds up. In, it's gross, and uh, so if you, if I would, I think I'd try. Maybe well, if if it doesn't quite do it. The next time, try it one more time, and if that doesn't work, well, then, then you it's might have called to get somebody to take the trap off and clean it. What What would you guys suggest? It seems like since we got this new hot water heater, and we got one about a year ago when the other one wore out, or it didn't, we just quit, or it leaked, or did something, you know, where it sprang a leak. What would you guys do... Uh, because sometimes when you come back for the first day or two, the water smells like, and we don't have gas here, but it has a odor to it, a real strong... Smells like sulfur. And then you run it for a day or so, and it's fine after a day or two. Probably in your area, there's a lot of iron in the water. And um, unless you have a softener or something... And we do. um, You know... It's always when it's when you're not using it. It's gonna have whatever's built up in your water heater, and it'll take a little while to clean it out. Otherwise, we used to turn off the hot water heater when we leave, but then you turn it back on. You've got to drain it, turn it off, and then do whatever, and then turn it back on and. Sometimes that caused more problems than what it was worth. So. Well, it seems like as long as the power doesn't go out so that it comes back on and everything and that water sits there cold and eats back up, it doesn't seem like it does it if the power stays on as much. Right, but you know, Florida and storms go hand in hand, and sometimes. Do you drain the hot water tank occasionally? Occasionally. I mean, because that's one of the things to do to get rid of some of the, some of the garbage. 
Yeah, but it will build up in there, though. Yep. Even, I mean, you could train that a dozen times, but at some point it will because, you know, it's, it's a hot water heater and it holds, well, I think ours is like 50 gallons. And uh, you got 50 gallons of water in there sitting there for a while. <laughs> yep. and, and so, yeah, you've got to keep that going or whatever. When the folks come to clean, you'd think they'd be running the water and that would help out, you know, every other week. But that means they're either not cleaning very much or they're not turning on the water. Mm-hmm. They probably don't clean very much when nobody's been here. That is funny Chris just said that. <laughs> what, about, what about these hot water heaters that, that do some sort of self-cleaning, Dave? They have, uh, are you familiar with how that works? Well, some of the newer ones, now I've never had one, but I have heard about it, where it connects to the drain, and it drains every so often by itself, and then, you know, re- re- refills. I think what I ought to do, maybe that's a good idea, too, but put a camera on in here and see when they actually do come to clean what they're actually doing. Because it's easy to walk in here and take 90 bucks and walk back out of the door. Well, if nobody's there, there's probably not a ton to do. I mean, some dusting once in a while. Um. So would you say it would be a good idea to put the cleaner on vacation after a week or two and let them resume when you get back? I would try to bargain with them a lower price for when you're not there, and that way somebody's checking on the house. Yeah. I'd put them on vacation because they don't typically clean the whole house anyway, and they charge you for the rooms that they clean. And you have to pay extra for every room you want them to clean. So they might clean five rooms instead of, and say they want to skip the second bathroom, they can, or they're not actually doing what they're supposed to do. A lot of times they skip the second bathroom. It's probably still a good idea for somebody to come in uh, walk through the house. At least flush the toilets, stuff like that. Yeah. Hot water is tricky to deal with because it does. And if there's any iron or sulfur in the water. We don't have wait. very much of that, thank goodness. I don't where, think. Maybe. Where, I, where I used to live, um, we had a well system. And... Um, <laughs> We had a lot of iron and sulfur in the water. We had to use, we had two different kinds of softeners in that, try to get that out. But I think, the, I, I think the biggest trick with the water, like when when you go back to Indiana and you, you come back to Florida, does uh, that house have a, uh, does it have a bathtub? Yes, uh, it does. Okay. I think what I would do is put turn the hot water on and fill the bathtub and let it run some of that off. So then you won't get to get rid of the smell. Oh, when you when you get back there or 
when do you want us to run the bathtub? When you get back. Whenever you, when you, whenever you, you back. get back to Florida, then just fill the bathtub up with water and, and, and uh, which is going to use a good bit of water, and then, you know, let it, go, let it drain back out again, and you should be good to go. Good idea. Another thing I was going to suggest is when you do clean your drain, if you use um, whatever product you use, liquid plumber or whatever, that kind of thing, run lots of hot water afterwards, like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Just let it run, assuming the drain's unplugged enough that it's going to go down. <laughs> down the drain but yeah you yeah. have to do that with any of those cleaning project products yeah. i don't know if you did that bill is what it tells you to pour it in and wait ever how long it tells like you it's different minutes, for different. a lot of yeah yeah and, and then, then run extremely hot water as hot yeah, as you I can did get that. it for several like 10 yeah. minutes 15 yeah yeah, most plumbers do not like the liquid plumber. No, they don't. Or they say no, they're the plumber's friend, plumber's yeah. delight, because when people use them, then they go tonight. They call the plumber tonight. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. you know, I would just tell you to be very careful using that stuff. And, yeah. You know, I, I don't know. If it was me or Dave, we'd probably take the drain apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jeff and I, Jeff no, with his I'm not soft hands. in that area, Jr. So uh, you Jeff know that area. I've talked I know. He the thing is, if you have a weak stomach, you don't want to take it apart. No, no. <laughs> no. Sometimes you hey, have to anyway. Let's transition from this to our recipe. <laughs> That's, That's pretty good. Going from the drain oh <laughs> to the We're recipe. We're talking about drains and recipes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, this would probably stop up your drain if you put the whole thing down it. <laughs> this is called Portuguese chicken. <laughs> Lots of cheese in it. Uh, one fryer cut up into pieces, and this is bone in, but you could use boneless if you wanted to. One half clove of garlic crushed, or you could use just a pinch of garlic powder, salt and pepper to taste, paprika to taste, which I don't use because I never have it, one cup of orange juice, one half cup of tomato puree, or if you don't have that, you can use a can of V8 juice. That works just fine. It's not as thick as puree, but it'll work. Two tablespoons of soy sauce. Um... A teaspoon of prepared mustard, or you can use more if you want to. I usually use about a tablespoon. One green pepper chopped. Two small oranges peeled and sectioned. And I like to throw in a teaspoon or two of Tabasco sauce. You mix everything up but your chicken, and you... Put your chicken in, you treat this like a marinade, only you're going to also bake with it. So you're going to put your chicken in the marinade, and if it's sticking up, you're going to need to turn it over once in a while. Uh, When you get ready to bake it, 
You're going to preheat your oven to 350, and you're going to cover the chicken if you haven't already, and bake it. And you want to marinate it for two or three hours in the fridge if you have time, and then you then you can bake it. And it actually turns out pretty good. You can serve it with the sauce or dip it out of the sauce and put the sauce in a like a gravy boat or something and use it as you want to. And then whatever sauce is left, just throw it away. How long are you baking it for? Um, You're going to bake it for 40 to 50 minutes. And the last five minutes, you're going to put your orange sections on there until like just till they get hot. Yeah, are you going to make this recipe? No, I'm actually not. It's no, good. me either. I mean, I, yeah, it sounds great. Um, I just can't do citrus. I just don't do anything with citrus. I mean, it sounds great, but, you know. So you don't drink orange juice or anything like that? No. Uh, orange juice is not the best thing for diabetics. Well, that I don't care about. I just don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the juices, they add so much sugar to them. Yeah. Also, yeah. Know, they don't need it, <laughs> in my estimation. You know, and I will say it took about two or three weeks maybe, but once the doctor switched me over to this new medicine, it clicked in and... I've really been able to keep within range for days and days and days and days and days and days. Once it clicked in, it took a while to click in, but once it did, right, Jennifer? Yeah, you've had been good. Just all of us. What are you using now? Uh, Something called Forsica. I think that's the name of it. And it It just seems seems to to work. work. No side effects. The other one I was taking, I was throwing up a lot, just getting sick. No reason, just getting sick, throwing up. And I didn't like that, and she said that wasn't good for me. And so away it went. And what was it called? It was called... Revelsis. Revelsis, yeah. I thought I was on morning sickness or something. (laughs) That stuff was awful. Uh, and it didn't really work that well. No. So, you know, okay. I got to mention this really quick. And I was watching some stuff on, I think, Facebook or YouTube. I think it was Facebook. And, you know, sometimes I let videos run. Yeah. They had one about, there was one, there was a book that was they were reading. Um. And it was called Insta Millionaire or something like that. Um, and I think it was like a podcast. Um, and the guy's name in the in the story was Alex. He was a poor guy, poor guy, and he became an instant millionaire basically. So I'm trying to find the book and I'm trying to find the more information on it because now that I read heard part of it. I would like to read more of it. But I thought it was called Insta Millionaire or something like that. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, yeah, yeah you might go in and, and search for it, mm-hmm. you know, in context to a book, and you might be able to find it, though. I think, you know. 
I'm not sure. Do you remember who the author was? I don't, because it was a podcast, I believe, oh. something like that. And no, I don't remember. Unless you win the lottery or something strikes big, it's yeah. unfortunate. I don't think there's an instant way of. Well, well of course, real who knows? estate people that show you how to make money in real estate, they used to be on TV and have all those workshops that you could sign up for. Yeah. The guy sold a book that you could buy that would give you less. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't that type of thing. It oh, was, that's that's the guy that does the house flipping and yeah, all that Ron stuff. Run Legrand or something like that. Yeah. 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 Yep, yeah. No, this was like a college. I think it was like a college student. Who's calling in? A couple Tim. friends. Gail yeah. left a message for the coffee club. Do we want to? Yeah, go ahead. Then we got Dick waiting. Dick. Of course. Yes, this is Gail in Sock Rapids, Minnesota. And this message is for the coffee club crew. And I have a question. Maybe someone can answer it. With these kiosks and things like Walmart, you know, the... the um, self-service and this kind of thing, are these accessible to the blind? I'm just kind of on the curious side if anyone knows. The ones at Walmart aren't. And it's a very interesting subject about, topic about AI and that kind of thing. I'm enjoying the coffee club. I'm enjoying being on this end of it listening. And Jeff, again, thank you for your help with the my chart question I had, or the, the, um, Thank you, Mom. Bye. I don't know how accessible they all are. I know, like, admirers in some of those places, when they use those self-service things, the the thing talks and tells you the amount of the money that that it scans the item for, and it tells you when to enter your card. But it doesn't read the screen, uh, uh, the, the, like... Uh to tell you how much you've spent or anything like that, I don't think. At least the one at Walmart didn't. I know that. So, it, I, it, mean, it, I, I think, think this one said that. your total is whatever it was and told you to enter your debit card or whatever. No, I know the McDonald's kiosks, some of them are accessible and some of them aren't. The ones that are at the non-McDonald's-owned places, the ones that are franchised, aren't necessarily and I haven't checked the one in, at where I live on Wolf Road or the one I live all the way on to Scotland Avenue in that, our area, but I haven't checked those. Because I just use Uber Eats if I'm going to get McDonald's or something like that or uh, DoorDash. Well, yeah, and I understand that, and I don't think they're real accessible. I think Wendy's put that in, and sighted people are having trouble, especially... Th- I don't want to make a generalization here. A lot of the seniors were having trouble with the kiosk machines, maybe even younger people. I don't know. But I think it's a little hard. So I don't think that would practically because you, well, it might work, but I would very much doubt it. So wasn't Freedom Scientific supposed to be working with McDonald's? Yeah, they're putting in kiosks. Yeah, they are. Okay, I think we got Dick on the line. Unmute yourself, Dick. There you go. There he muted himself back again. Yeah, try it again. There you go. There you go, buddy. Now listen, this business about becoming a millionaire by buying a book. I I work on the adage. 
If it sounds too good to be true, it is. Um, Bill, about the the um, Hoonan premium. Yeah. Are you sure about the you sure about the NFL being on there? No, I just sit here and make it up. <laughs> I just sit here and make it up. If you hey, if you don't believe me, no, then no, either, no. I, it, it, they used to be. I mean, used to be a tune-in. Don't ask me those questions like that. If I say it, there's probably a pretty good reason as to why I might say it. But some of it is uh, they were on TuneIn last year. Okay, I, did, I thought they weren't. Yeah. Okay, one other thing, too, about that computer. That's, five, that's a lot of yeah. for a computer. But I'll tell you what, Bill, being that you now are a real estate tycoon, yeah. I think maybe you could buy me one. How, what do you think, huh? I'm thinking that's more more likely than, than you doing that. But anyway, Dick, even if the NFL wasn't on there, and I believe it is, um, then that's what Perry told me. Um it's still a good buy for MLB and all the college basketball and football. And you know, you know I, I don't like you actually because I have it through my uh, uh, Amazon, and of course they're about five plays behind. And uh, well, that's true. But now, see, everybody always carries on about that. But unless you're watching it on TV or talking to somebody else who's watching the same thing, how do you know that? Honest well, yeah, to God, there, there how go. does anybody really know that? Everybody complains about that. I hear that all the time. Oh, it's 30 seconds behind. Well, unless you're watching it on two things, how would you even know, and why would you? Well, no, one play is fine, but I do talk to people who are watching it, and we, we can, we'll talk about the game. But um, XM, the, uh, XM, though, is with Amazon. Well, XM is much worse. Yeah, they're way behind. But... Like I said, if it's the only choice I've got, if you're here in Florida and Indianapolis is playing, that's the only choice you've got. So you don't have a choice. Your Packers up there. They're not my Packers, though. Well, your Bears, all right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> your last place Bears. Your last place Bears. Who would have oh, been yeah, number one? Colts didn't do so well, either, sir. Well, but they, <laughs> you, at least they're number four. You were number one, right? Yeah. Well, not anymore. We traded it. You traded it. You made a dumb trade, too. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. I think we got a good wide receiver from uh, uh, from Tampa, and we got next year's, they're number one next year. And it got a second round draft choice. Yeah, I think we did okay. You'll find a way to screw it up. You, are, uh, you there may be. There's a lot of truth in that. There, there is. You'll find a way to record. screw it up. But the the point is, uh, these games are there, and it's still a good value for what you get. Um, NFL was on TuneIn, then they stopped for a year, then. I'm, I'll get Perry on that to make sure I'm, you know. I, I know they were on this year because I thought they weren't. Didn't yeah. the, the NFL get bought up by, like, I mean, the NFL, I should say NFL TV, basically. Because I know DirecTV used to have it. The, I had, like, yeah, Sunday ticket. ticket, that went over to YouTube TV. Right, it's all over to YouTube TV. So Right. It was a, they call that the ticket. The ticket. Yeah. So if you want to get it cheap right now, it's two forty nine for that. 
That's not. <laughs> that's not yeah, real not, cheap. Not for but a blind guy, not not for a blind person. <laughs> well, and, I mean, who'd want it? I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want it as a blind person because you know, the TV. They don't. They don't a lot of times they don't tell you what's going on. By the way, Dick, you'll have to find it, the new radio station for the <sighs> Chicago Bears, which is WMVP on oh, sure. AM one thousand this year. Oh yeah, up. yeah, yeah. There's which. They don't. They switch a lot. Um, the bear. Well, see, they were on what the score last year, or no? Uh, they were on BBM. BBM. They were on BBM for a long time. Yeah, they, they, they. The new contract is a multi-year contract with the ESPN Chicago. Well, I hope they do a better job than WBBM did promoting them. Well, I talk about it in my radio news. So you'll find out tomorrow because they've hired two new people to help with the pre and post game and do more coverage, and they're going to have more specialized shows related to the Chicago Bears. So I think you're going to find it very interesting. No, for the Bears' sake, I hope they win. That's not going to happen, Dick. What's that? No, I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not pleased. What's that, Dick? The Bears have. They they have. They've had some terrible radio announcers earlier. Jack Brickhouse was the ultimate. Horrible announcement. Oh, he was, wasn't he? He yeah. was bad. Oh. <laughs> no worry, you can't bring him back down, Dick. When they lost Wayne Larrabee, they lost the best, I think. But, yeah. Well, that was by his choice, though. He, he, hey, one taking over Jim's show. Oh, is after That's all right. Oh. Oh, go to the Jim. I, I was going to say guy. the Vikings' worst announcer was Tim Moreland. Oh, Went yeah. off to Cincinnati afterwards. And they and, didn't uh, keep him. No, <laughs> he was not good. But uh, no, I like Joe McConnell better than Wayne Larry. But Larry's very good. But McConnell was better. I liked Joe. He was from Indiana, by the way. I'm and, kind of biased in liking Joe because of the fact that I worked with him when I was the summer I was at KYSM in Mankato because we were the flagship station for training camp for the Vikings. Was Joe nice to you? Oh, very nice. He uh, and he did report every every uh, evening at five thirty. Well, actually, he didn't always do it at five thirty. A lot of times we recorded it beforehand, but not always. But you know, he used to do the Vikings games and fly back and then do the Pacer games. Yep. And, and when Purdue, I asked Joe he McConnell if he said, too. "Do you know Tim on?" He said, "Tim who?" No, just kidding. Tim. He probably did. <laughs> he probably I don't know would if he'd remember me. I don't know. We had a lot of fun today. Thank you. Uh, don't take this all so personal. Just have fun with it. Uh, it is a serious thing. You know what I mean. So have a great one, and we'll see you from Indiana on Saturday morning for the show. Safe trip back to uh, Indiana. Thank you. Great job today, by the way. Coming off the bench there, JR. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just need a pitch hitter. You got to do what you got to do, but you did a good job. Thanks. Thank you. (laughs) That's on record. It's memorialized now. Thank you. Bye bye.